digital marketers have to be analytics savvy. They have to be data savvy. DigitalMarketingRadio.com, the big interview with David Bain. I have my first repeat guest on Digital Marketing Radio, Alan Morty. Welcome back. Hey, thanks, David. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You know, really enjoyed that the first time, and uh, you know, really like Digital Marketing Radio. I've been listening to him weekly. Oh, superb! Thank you. So I didn't scare you off uh, the first time around, then. No, the accent didn't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, last time, way back in episode number three, you talked about the essentials of Google Analytics. Um, just to remind our listeners first, Alan's the co-founder of Three Ventures, an enterprise analytics search marketing and responsive web development firm. Um, so I'm glad that you could come back on, Alan, because I know that um, you're going to be talking about tracking strategies to measure social ROI with Google Analytics at SMX Social Media in Las Vegas on the weekend of 18th and 19th of November. So just probably a few days after this episode is actually published. Um, so it would be great to get a few insights from you, you know, before the event. Um, so how much social media interaction is actually measurable from an ROI perspective? Almost all of it is measurable from an ROI perspective. The the common issue with marketers is that marketers, they're not necessarily programmers or um, software developers. And uh, what can happen is, is they just have a... Um, a sort of lack of understanding of how these systems can integrate to get you um, the data that you need to measure ROI, and uh, you know that's really what I want to talk about today is you know how you can do that with Google Analytics, uh, because you don't need to to be some sort of guru. You don't need to have some sort of you know fancy software development education. I mean, you really just have to have an understanding of how the platforms work, and then you know you just got to do a little bit of legwork to get some data into Google Analytics. Okay, um, so is there any special software that you need to actually use to manage your social media in order to make the tracking more effective? Or can everything be done just by using the social media websites themselves directly and then just measuring um, through Google Analytics? So the short answer is you don't need any third-party solution. Okay. Um, and with, with that, you would just need to do some um, hand calculations but that is nothing that can't be done very cost effectively with minimal amounts of effort if you follow the you know the strategy and the things that we're going to discuss today. Now, if somebody you want to automate the process like I do, um, you know, like we do at Three Ventures, uh, you know, we use uh, some third-party software um, to just implement. Um, advertising cost data into Google Analytics. Really, it's just like a, an Excel uh, uh, program um, that Im inputs all the cost data and the analytics on a daily basis for us. You know, so that that's more just an initial setup than it is you know actually using it. Okay, um, so I would imagine there's a, a bit of setup to be done within Google Analytics, though. Do you recommend um, can custom reports to be set up within there? Well, see, this is the, the common misconception is that it's, it's tough to do this in Google Analytics. Really what it comes down to is understanding two things, one of which is that you have to tell Google Analytics that certain traffic is coming from certain locations, whether that be from Facebook or whether that be from Bing cost per click or whether that be from Twitter marketing uh, you know, or Twitter advertising, I should say, mm. um, you know, 
that's what you have to tell Google Analytics. And the way that you tell Google Analytics that certain traffic is coming from certain you know, certain channels is using uh, UTM parameters with the Google URL builder. And, you know, Dave, I'll, I'll send you over a link that we have on the proper tracking and everything on our blog post. So if people are, are listening to this, they can, they can go to the page on your website and get a, a really in-depth how-to on how to do this. But what it really comes down to is is that anytime you're running advertisements or even um, you know owned sort of pages like a Facebook page, you should be tagging all of your links with uh, UTM parameters and letting Google know that uh, you know at at the least the source and medium is coming from that specific marketing channel. So. For example, we'll we'll start here. The source is going to be like the domain name. So it could be Twitter, it could be Facebook, it could be Google, you know, it, it could be whatever advertising or whatever, you know, platform it is. Now the medium is where it gets a little tricky. The mm -hmm. medium is um a, a, a more general grouping. And everything that is in that specific channel type gets grouped together. So for example, cost per click, everything that would come from, uh, you know, like Baidu or Bing or Google, that all gets funneled into the cost per click medium. Now the social medium, that's things like Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook. And then you also have other mediums like retargeting, you know, like email. So the biggest thing is understanding, you know, what are your mediums? And <clears throat> for each one of those mediums, what are your sources? And if you can tag all of your links properly with mediums and sources, and the, there's, a, there's a third parameter that Google requires, which is uh, the UTM campaign tag. And that just implements an, or tags another piece of data to your link that says that, hey, you know, this specific visit not only came from Facebook, you know, with the medium of social, but it came from the campaign, you know, Black Friday campaign. Uh, so those are the three required uh, tags that the Google URL builder and Google Analytics requires. And again, that's the UTM source, UTM medium, and UTM campaign. But as far as measuring ROI, um, you know, you really want to make sure that your source and medium are correctly tagged because that's how you're going to be uh, measuring ROI of those specific channels is with, you know, the cost and the revenue driven from those, those two specifics. Now, if you're talking, um, you know, optimization of your marketing, that's where that campaign tag and the additional tags that you can use, such as the UTM term parameter to associate, you know, a paid keyword or a specific um, uh, website in an affiliate network, um, you know, or the ad content parameter, which tells you uh, what's the type of ad that the user came from. Uh, you know, so if you had an ad for red cups, you know, you would know that the user came from Facebook from social and they clicked on your campaign Black Friday sale and if you had the ad content parameter in there and you you had put in red cups you would know that they came from the red cups ad so you would have all, all this information tied to that one specific visitor now what makes this really powerful is if you know you work your due diligence and you tie this into all of the uh, marketing campaigns and, and uh, channels that you you either uh, manage or, or work with companies that manage it brings in all this really insight rich data into Google Analytics. Now, and, are, uh, so, sorry, are you just talking about social media advertising here, or would you advocate adding parameters to um, content links on organic social posts? 
it's everything. So it doesn't just necessarily matter for advertising. Um, you know, it could also be your, your, your own marketing efforts. Right, interesting. And obviously, from an SEO perspective, um, you'd make sure that um, the, the the page was canonicalized to just one specific link, um, so that you'd you'd get all the authority to that original link. Correct. I don't necessarily, um, you know, back in the old days, you, they used to treat it as unique URLs. So if you tag something with a UTM parameter, you know, it's essentially getting treated as a as a different URL. I haven't seen too many issues with that recently, there's always going to be that conundrum of it's a different URL. You know, what if somebody gives you a link, you know, that has those UTM parameters attached to it, you're always going to battle that. And, and there's this pros and cons. And that's what I would say would be, you know, one con, but you know, back a couple years ago, I would say that that was more of a con than it is now. Google's gotten really good at understanding that, you know, any sort of, uh, parameters or um, attachments onto your URL, you know, are usually meant for tracking purposes and not meant to identify uh, specifics. Okay, and, and what about actually call to actions? Um, what kind of page should be, you be driving traffic to from a social media site? You know, I don't necessarily know if that's super relevant to what it is that we're, we're talking about here. I mean, because that, that's going to vary by the vertical it's also going to vary by the goals uh, and the objectives of the campaign you know really what we're talking about here is measuring ROI and, and you know the concept of tagging is is a tough one to understand you know but really on the front end you know to measure the social media ROI you have to just properly tag your campaigns with the source and medium parameters at least you know to 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 tell google analytics that all this traffic is coming from those sources um, and then we move into the second portion, which is understanding, you know, the, how to implement the cost data into Google Analytics, or how to use the power of Google Analytics and the custom reports, you know, to measure your ROI um, by hand or with an Excel file. And um, do you actually recommend um, hand by hand putting together these links with all the parameters, or is there a bit of software that you could recommend um, to get this done quite quickly and easily? Yeah. So remember that blog post that I'm going to send you a link. Uh, Okay. Uh, that that covers off on all, all all that, and what it is is it's a plugin for Chrome. And for those of you who don't use Chrome, I'm terribly sorry. Um, you know, but what we use Chrome, and it's called the um, you know Google Analytics URL Builder, and it's just this nice little plugin that when you're on a specific web page or you're on a specific landing page, you can click on that guy, and what'll happen is is it'll bring up like this little pop up window, and it. It has it's a two-step process, and the one it shows you the URL that you're on. So if you wanted to build a, a URL with specific UTM parameters attached to that link, uh, you would go ahead and it's already right there once you click on it um, because you're on the page. Now the cool part about it is is they allow you to custom build sets. So for example, you could build a set for Twitter. And what that would do is that would bring in, you know, your source, which would be Twitter, your medium, which would be social, and then it could bring in a campaign tag for you, um, depending on the type of, you know, campaign that you are running, or if you wanted to give it a specific campaign name that was, um, you know, unique to the campaign that you were running inside of Twitter. You could build out all these custom um, tags and then apply them to a mass amount of links, you know, within a short period of time. And then the other really cool thing is, is if um, 
you know, you wanted to integrate with something like bit.ly. They tie in with the API. So you could not only tag all of your links correctly, but then you could shorten it using your company or your client's uh, link shortener. Okay. And, um, you know, we're obviously talking about um, social and um, social ROI, um, but um, blogging ties into that a little bit. And um, if you're perhaps um, conducting um, a blogger outreach campaign, which perhaps traditionally has been done, again, from an SEO perspective, um, is that the sort of campaign that is worthwhile tagging as well? Or do you think the natural link would be more valuable for that kind of campaign? You know, anything in which you have an opportunity to earn a link, I try not to tag. Right. Um, you know, again, this is more strictly for social, you know, for measuring your social ROI. Sure. Um, you know, because we got to get that data in Google Analytics. And Google Analytics does a, a, a decent job, but it doesn't do the, the best job of understanding, you know, where are the users coming from, from all the header data. It could be different. For example, you know, Facebook serves, you know, uh, four or five different domains. It could be like m.facebook.com, you know, forward slash something. You know, they, they serve from a few different uh, root domains, or I'm sorry, from the same root domain, but different domains, subdomains, things like that. And, and that can, instead of um, you know, getting attributed all from the same source, it contributes it to five or six different sources. And now you're going to have a really hard time measuring you know, any sort of ROI with your Google Analytics data. Um, so this is, this is more strictly for uh, just your social marketing. And anytime you have an opportunity to build a link, you know, I, try not to make it, I try not to make it feel you know, very like, like, I've, like I'm trying to get this and like I'm marketing this hard. You know? I'm trying to make it very personable anytime I'm getting a link. Um, you know, or when, when friends share things uh, you know, on, on, on aggregate sites or um, sort of communities, you know, they tend not to tag anything with URLs because you know, that can be problematic. Yeah. And and obviously at the moment, you know, um, even if someone just shares a link in social media, we can still see that um, a particular social network was a referrer. Um, but what are the levels of additional reports that we would be able to see in Google Analytics if everything is tagged correctly? If everything's tagged correctly, you get really nice compartmentalized custom reports and secondary dimensions. So for example, you could go into your channels report in Google Analytics and you could take a look at all of your traffic coming from, you know, the social or the source of medium of Facebook, you know, social. And you could click on that and it would show you all of the data for for that specific source and medium. And if you wanted to, like let's say you wanted to see, you know, what campaigns of yours were driving the most amount of revenue, you could apply the secondary dimension um, you know, of campaign. And that would bring up the campaign name for you if you tagged it properly with the campaign name tag, uh, with the UTM campaign tag. My apologies. And, and, and you could see a breakdown, you know, a breakdown of those metrics. And uh, getting that data tied in to Google Analytics also allows you to build those custom reports uh, using the same sort of philosophy with multiple dimensions and, you know, multi-dimension drill downs. So, for example, you know, if you wanted to see which ads of yours in specific campaigns were, um, you know, working the best, you could build a custom report. You know, have a the, your first dimension uh, drill down as the source and medium. You could click on that source and medium, and then all of a sudden it would bring you up the campaign names or the campaign names 
uh, that you have for that specific source of medium. And when you clicked on one of those campaign names, it could bring you up all the ads under that campaign name and show you all of your conversion and revenue related metrics for those specific um, ads. And then you could use that to improve your marketing. And the same concept applies to you know measure your revenue and compare it against cost. And then obviously calculate your ROI. And I would imagine that it's easy enough to actually set up automated reports from there, created in PDF and emailed to people as well, so that um, not everyone in the business has to drill down into Google Analytics and really understand how it works. Yes, and that is the complete power of this because, I mean, right now we're just talking about the front end where we're getting all the links tagged, you know, but on the back end, once you get the cost data uploaded into Google Analytics, and again, before we get this published, we're going to have a blog post out for you on the specific tool that we use on how to get that data implemented into Google Analytics very effectively, and it's just a, a, a nice, easy how-to. What happened is you can build those custom reports within 5-10 minutes, and it's going to auto-calculate the ROI for you. Then all you got to do is take a minute or two, set up that email to where you can have an email for you know the next 12 months on any specific frequency or interval that you would like. And uh, you know, send it to the people who need to see that ROI number. So, you know, proving that ROI with social media is not not a thing that can't be done with Google Analytics. It just takes you know a little bit of understanding of you know how you get the data in, and then you know how you're uploading that cost data. Because once you have both of those done, it's going to take you 15 minutes to sh to prove you know ROI and schedule an email for the year, you know, for you know every week or every month, you know, to the people who need to see it. So realistically, do you think that um, getting this set up is something that uh, the majority of businesses in the future will embrace themselves? Or do you think they'll still rely on agencies like yourselves to set it up? You know, I we see a trend in the analytics industry that a, a lot of this is going towards training. You know, a lot of it is training in-house teams. Um, you know, I think that just it depends based on the company. We work with some clients that are very vendor-heavy, very employee-light. Uh, we also work with some clients that are the contrary, very employee heavy, very vendor light. You know, so I, I think that this is less less to do with an agency, more to do with you know marketing professionals understanding that you know Google Analytics is a tool, and that all it takes is a little bit of understanding to help you get what you need to prove your value, to prove a specific channel's value, to prove that you know what you're doing is driving revenue, and it's not just to the boss or the CEO or to the people making decisions that they spend you know three million dollars on digital marketing and they make ten million dollars on digital marketing, you know. It, that's that's what they see, but there's no accountability. I mean, if you're the only person managing Facebook, and uh, you know you have to prove that Facebook is a is a reputable channel, and you have to prove that it's driving a significant ROI for the company. I mean, you don't have a lot of uh, analytics or any sort of system integration skills. I mean, you're kind of sweating a little bit. And what I want people to realize is, hey, you know, we've written these blog posts to help you do this, um, and it's not as hard as you think. So do you think um, the mindset, the ability of someone who um, is responsible for social media um, should be responsible for advertising on social media? Um, or is that better, um, that role better given to someone else who's more comfortable with things like Google AdWords? See, that's a, that's a tricky, that's a tricky uh, answer. My, I think my follow-up to that would be Digital marketers have to be analytics savvy. They have to be data savvy. They have to be a jack of all trades in terms of tools of measurement. 
And if they're not, that's not going to make them an effective digital marketer. And, and you know, until they, they you know, um, build those skills and they have that experience behind those, it's always going to be tough to prove value. Um, you know, t- to prove that that you know you're driving a significant r- return, unless it's the only thing that's happening in the company and they're experiencing a bunch of growth. Um, you know, but that's that's just my take. Sure, yeah, but but, I mean, but that's a reasonable take. That um, essentially, if you work in some aspect of digital marketing, then it should be your responsibility to become a, a generalist in most areas. But obviously, you can specialize in the area that um, you want to specialize in, but still with an understanding of other activities. Correct. Yeah, I'm not asking anybody to tie into the Google Analytics API or, you know, build out all these crazy custom reports and dashboards using Excel and all their those you know explicit set of features. Yeah. But uh, you know what I'm saying is is hey guys, we can measure ROI with Google Analytics. It's a two step process. So it's, it's easy. Well, let's get it done. You know, let's help everybody out. Because at the end of the day, you know, for us, you know, our our business is a contact-driven business. You know, we work with clients because we have relationships with them. We realize we can't boil the ocean, but what we also realize is that you know we want people to be successful using Google Analytics because if our industry becomes more successful and proving its value in terms of making things more efficient for the clients of the companies that they work with, the whole industry is going to grow. And if the whole industry grows, we grow. And so that, you know, that's our collective thought on it. And are there any other tracking options out there? Or do you think the vast majority of businesses should be using Google Analytics to do this? You know, I think that the analytics space is severely... Um, segmented. And the reason why I say that is is you have your major analytics companies for example at Adobe. Um, you know, they're charging a significant amount of money to run their analytics suite. But what Google is doing really well is Google's realized that hey, you know, we're no longer a search engine company. We are a advertising company with a search engine. And in order for us to drive revenue, we need people to use our AdWords platform. But in order for people to continue to use our AdWords platform, they need a platform to measure their success and improve their strategies. So let's give them Google Analytics. So what's happening is, is all of these small companies, you know, some of them don't make it, some of them remain stagnant, you know, some of them grow steadily, but the ones that really excel they're already integrated with Google Analytics. They already have it developed with everything they do. They're already familiar with it. Their teams are already using it. So when they get to that point where they need some sort of premium suite, it's real simple to make the change or to make the switch to Google Analytics Premium from regular. They're not going to go to Adobe. You know, they're not going to use some other analytics suite because they're already integrated with this. And that's where the huge segment is. Is Google's Google's figured it out and they've done what Apple did, you know, in the early 90s and 2000s when they populated a bunch of schools with computers, you know, w- with Macs and now when these kids grow up with the iPhone, the MacBook, everything. They're they're evangelists. So um obviously you've done a lot of ROI for um, social media um so far and um you must have um, seen some social networks that are probably performing better than others. Um is that across the board? I mean, can you suggest any social networks that are performing better from an ROI perspective now, or does it really just depend on the type of business that you are? You know, it depends on the type of business that you're in. 
However, you know, I can give you some of our experiences by vertical. First off, if you're tech and you're not on Twitter, you're failing. <laughs> you know, that is a huge technologically savvy platform. Uh, the people there, that's that's their demographic. Um, you know, sports is really good on Twitter. Anything that has this real-time vibe to it, um, you know, does extremely well on Twitter. Um, Facebook does really, really well with retail. Um, they don't do so well with any sort of B2B. Obviously, LinkedIn does great with B2B. Uh, you know, Pinterest is, is, is really awesome, you know, for any business that has a creative side to it. Um, you know, travel companies, anything that's, that, that their marketing relies on visually alluring aspects, um, you know, those fit well on Pinterest, you know, just talking about like Tumblr, Tumblr does really well for, um, flashy sort of pop culture products. Uh, you know, it does really well there, um, you know, lifestyle sort of items do do well on Tumblr, but I mean, I feel like I've I've hit on a decent amount of things here. Okay, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and um, you've got you know a, a few major uh, speaking engagements coming up, certainly, and um, I'm sure you've um prepared you know a few different talks. Um, are there one or two other um tidbits, um, other pieces of advice that you could possibly um, leave us with um, from what um, you're probably going to actually share with, um, with, with other people in the future. Um, uh, is there anything that you, you haven't mentioned just now that you feel that um, our listeners should be thinking about? I'm trying to think this right now. I'm, I'm probably thinking that a majority of them are confused because we're talking about UTM parameters and tagging and we don't have anything visual to give them. We're just, you know, sort of on this talk radio. <laughs> um, but, you know, go check. If you're confused, go check out those two blog posts. They do a really good job of getting you the really simple pieces of information that you need to understand how it works. And, yeah, then the set up with implementing cost data in Google Analytics is a simple how-to. All you have to do is just follow the steps. You know, so if you're a little confused on that, don't worry too much about it. Um, you know, just go check those out. But as far as our, you know, our standpoint here, you know, and things that we haven't necessarily told them right now um, through our little segment here, and that's just you know, keep on working towards improving your value and keep on working towards uh, improving your reporting uh, because more times than not we can always improve our reporting uh, abilities you know and, and show our full value because I just feel like a lot of us have really great ideas you know that they're, they're really passionate about what they do it's just they don't necessarily have the the, the community around them yet they haven't found the sources to help them um, you know push these thoughts in the direction that proves their value and that's really all we're trying to do here wonderful well i'm sure you'll do very well in your upcoming speeches and all the best for that but i'm, I'm sure you don't need luck you know you'll you, you'll do a great job so um thanks for joining me again yeah no problem thanks david appreciate it Digital marketing radio. Digital-